Hello, my name is Brad McIntyre, and you're listening to the Cultivated Playwright Podcast. This is episode 40. Well, it's been a while since I've been here on the podcast uh, recording anything and, and putting it out. I think the last episode I did was episode 39, and it was about Wes Anderson and his influence on me, and that was way back in May of 2023, and now it is mid-October 2023, and I figured uh, I'd just hop on here real quick and give a quick update about uh, what I've been doing the last couple of months, (laughs) as well as uh, let you know about a a new project coming up uh, that I'm pretty excited about. So, uh, I'll just go back to the summertime. Uh, This summer, well, I got some stuff done. Primarily, I traveled around to several different fringe festivals with my show, The Beast of Hyperborea. And this time around, I directed a good friend and colleague of mine named Jeff Swearingen as the the sole actor in that show. It's a a one-person show, and I performed it myself back in 2019. In fact, I think there's a podcast episode here. If you go back a little ways, uh, back to the summer of 2019, I do like kind of a behind-the-scenes making of that particular show. Anyway, it was fun and a nice change of pace to have somebody else perform it and for me to see it from the outside. And uh, it was also really fun to travel around with my friend Jeff Swearingen, who uh, is kind of an old-school colleague. We've been working together now for 20-plus years and have done a lot of projects and have been to a lot of different places traveling around doing theater. This summer we went to Omaha in uh, August, mid-August, early early mid-August. We were at the Benson Theater in Omaha, Nebraska as part of the Omaha Fringe Festival, which was uh, not a super big fringe festival, but they were very hospitable. The audiences were, were pretty low, but Jeff and I had a good time, and it was a really good way to kind of break the show in with him doing the acting, so to speak, the heavy lifting on stage. Uh, and it was weird for me to go to the festival, and I handled all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I usually do, but I did not have to worry about actually performing the show. So I just watched the show every time every time we did it. And I, you know, did the marketing and handed out postcards and flyers and talked the thing up and networked and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, and it was it was a nice learning curve too because sometimes I get set in my ways and to have Jeff act out the part uh, and me to, to direct and kind of watch him do it, it was nice to get outside of the piece and realize that the, the show itself, the script itself, is flexible enough to allow for lots and lots of different interpretations. So he didn't do it exactly the way I would do it or that I did it. But he did a very good job. And Omaha was kind of the first step in the process. And then uh, in mid-September, about a month later, we went to Elgin, Illinois, to the Elgin Fringe Festival, which is one of my favorite fringe festivals. It's also not a giant fringe, but it's very hospitable. The people that run it are always very nice. The audiences are always really excited and appreciative. And so we performed there and had a good time. We drove to Omaha back in August, and then we flew to Chicago and rented a car and went to Elgin. So it was two different kinds of road trips, and it was fun to kind of like hang out with that guy 
and travel around doing theater, uh, particularly because I, I didn't have to be the one on stage. So that was that was nice. The audiences were pretty nice in uh, Elgin, and the show went over pretty well. I was very pleased with it. While I was in Elgin, and to some degree back uh, while we were in Omaha as well, I went to work on my most kind of upcoming project, which I'll get to here in a second. But I kind of uh, came back from Omaha and just stepped neck deep into the grind. Uh, I am a teacher at the college level. Uh, I'm an adjunct, and classes had begun. So I went back to, to teaching during the days, and I was also directing a show at the college I work at. I was directing Clay McLeod Chapman's kind of epistolary monologue play about a theater fire that took place in 1811 in Richmond, Virginia. The Great Richmond Theater Fire. It's like a big historical event uh, in Virginia. Anyway, that play is called Volume of Smoke, and I directed it with a student cast and student crew at the college I work at. And I had a professional uh, designer come in, uh, Miss Claire DeVries. She is uh, somebody I've worked with in the past, and, and she designed an excellent set. And the students and the technical director at the college uh, put it together really well. The lighting designer did a great job. Costume designer did a great job. Props across the board. It was nice to work with different departments. The reason I'm bringing up this particular project is because I went from doing indie theater in the summertime where I did everything behind the scenes. I designed it, uh, lit it, sound design, all that stuff. And then I came to the college and I had faculty members kind of handling the different design aspects. And uh, I actually had a costume department. I had uh, a sound designer separate from me and a, a lighting designer separate from me. And it was a proscenium arch stage that sat, you know, hundreds of people. So it was, it was kind of like, a, well, it's kind of like working in a professional theater, so to speak. But definitely a, a, a nice change of pace from the indie theater that I usually do, where I, I basically wear all of the hats. I say alternative and kind of nice change of pace, but let me be clear. I like operating in my little indie, grassroots, garage band kind of level most of the time. It's it's kind of the reverse, I guess, of a lot of theater artists. I like being an indie artist and then occasionally doing full-out professional-level theater somewhere with all the accoutrements and uh, all of the the departments all working together, and lots and lots and lots of moving parts. This was educational theater, so there was an emphasis on, quote-unquote, doing things right and showing uh, students how everything is done. So, you know, there was the full paper tech and the technical process and dress rehearsals and the whole the whole shebang leading up to it. There's a set of rehearsal props, and there was the actual props, there was, you know, the lighting design in progress, the set design in progress. We rehearsed in a rehearsal space and then moved to the stage. So it was it was like it would happen in, you know, the professional theater, like the regular professional theater, except it was students, you know, learning it as they go. And for me, the director, it was nice just to kind of work with a whole group of people. There was weekly production meetings and all that. Anyway, the show went really well. Uh, I was pleased with it. The student actors uh, did a good job. The, the student crew that was behind the scenes, they did an excellent job. The faculty I worked with are top-notch. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. It, that actually closed about oh, a little over a week ago here in early October. And uh, that was my kind of last big project as far as productions go. 
at least uh, until after the holidays. The other project that I had been working on throughout the summer to put uh, kind of finalizing stuff on is that I have written a book. Uh, it is called Crafting the Solo Show, and it is about solo performance. It's sort of a, a guidebook for uh, emerging solo performers. It's the kind of book that I wish I had when I started my own journey into solo performance about a decade and a half ago. And I'm thrilled to be releasing it here uh, later this month. In fact, at the time uh, that I'm recording this particular podcast, you can pre-order the ebook version on Amazon. Just go search out Crafting the Solo Performance. And the book is uh, officially going to be released October 24th. Uh, and I'm very excited about it. I'm trying to I'm trying not to rush it and trying to do it correctly and, you know, properly launch a book as an indie author. I got the proof in uh, just yesterday, and I'm very impressed with it. I'm very pleased. It looks, it's it's a whopper of a book. It's uh, 200 plus pages long, and it's filled with advice about generating ideas and writing the script and touring and marketing and so on and so forth. And uh, I will probably talk about it more in depth and have a whole little episode dedicated to it coming up. But if you're interested in solo performance um, or you know somebody who is, uh, check it out. Crafting the Solo Show by me, Brad McIntyre, and it is uh, available for pre-order on Amazon. Anyway, that's pretty much the update. Other than that, I've just been being a dad and doing <laughs> working my day job and and reading a whole bunch, and seeing a bunch of movies, and, you know, just trying to live the life. Anyway, that's the update. That's what I've been up to for, uh, you know, the last uh, couple of months throughout the summer, and in here as the fall has begun, and the weather has finally cooled off from the oppressively hot weather that we had this summer in Texas. So, until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Oh, 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 before I let you go, uh, a couple of updates, like on the technical end of stuff. Hear about this podcast. Uh, I have finally listed this podcast with Spotify. So if you're a Spotify listener and you're listening to this on Spotify, welcome. I've also, uh, I'm in progress or process, I should say, with trying to list this on uh, Amazon Podcasts. And uh, I'm saying all this because the place that I used to listen to podcasts, like other people's podcasts, was Stitcher. And sadly, Stitcher has closed down. So RIP Stitcher. Uh, but there's lots of other places to listen to this podcast, and I'm actually making a concerted effort to get it listed uh, a variety of places. You can also listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, I believe iHeartRadio is running it as well. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, until next time, uh, I'm Brad McIntyre. Uh, you can check out uh, the show notes and all that kind of stuff at uh, thecultivatedplaywright.wordpress.com. Uh, or you can investigate information about me at bradmcintyre.com, or my playwriting activities are at bradmcintyreplays.com. Awesome. Have a good day. Talk to you next time.